Welcome to another episode of the ThoughtCast. I'm Sophie Gray, and today I have two very special guests with me. I am so excited. They are the loin of my own fruit, or however the fuck that saying goes. I birthed these two bitches. So due to privacy, we're not doing a video today. We're just doing audio. So I want you to introduce yourselves. We have... (laughs) <laughs> she doesn't even know her own name. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Taylor Lauren. Woohoo! Everyone give a shout out to Taylor Lauren and her older sister. Rylan. Rylan. So hopefully y'all enjoyed the Valentine's Day episode. If you haven't caught it, go back and check it out. It's pretty funny. Um, tonight, I'm just excited to have this opportunity to have them on. Um, my oldest does not live local to me anymore. And so it's unusual that we are all in the same location. So I just thought it'd be a really good opportunity to, to go ahead and have them on. So today we're in the car and my oldest just had a baby. As you guys know, like I went to Texas and was able to be there. So she likes the ink And she has a lot of tattoos already, but she's talking about how she would like to maybe get a new tattoo in honor of her new baby. And her baby is part Hispanic. And um, Raylan, what are your baby's initials? E-S-E-S-A. So, yeah, like literally you could walk up to her and be like, A-S-A. And it's legit because not only is she, she's, Jesus Christ, not only is she Hispanic, those are her actual initials. This little one also loves to be swaddled like a little baby burrito. So tell us about your tattoo idea. So my tattoo idea for my little daughter is going to be a burrito outline with her initials inside the burrito. Yeah, a little essay burrito. Or as they say down south, a essay burrito. <laughs> so Taylor, Lauren, Lauren, Taylor. <laughs> She didn't know her own name earlier. What a doob. Anyway, so if you were going to get a commemorative tattoo for your child, what do you think you would choose and why? Um, I don't know. Probably like a dinosaur. That's so funny because I had the same thought. Because I thought I could get two little tattoos, one for each of my grandchildren and for my little grandson, so she's the mom of that one, I was like, I could get his initial inside, like, a dino, because the kid loves dinos, and for the little one, since she doesn't, you know, know what she likes or not yet, I could get, like, a heart, or I could get a burrito, <laughs> whatever, could be matching, fun, so tonight, we're here, and we're just kind of vegging out, and enjoying some good food, while... The oldest is back kind of in the area, some of the places that she always liked to eat. So give me a rundown so far of what we've what we've had. We've tried to make the most of this experience this week so far. So I'm having nachos now for my favorite little bar and grill. And then we have had Casey's Pizza. That's always a favorite whenever I'm back in town. Um, oh, and Who Hot, which is always another favorite, because we do not have that back in Texas. We don't. So. They don't. And that, so far, I think has been... Well, we had Tater Talk casserole yes, that I made. That is always a good one, because my family 
back in Texas does not like tater tot casserole. Those little turds. I wish I would have known that before I decided to associate with them. Well, yeah. And a side note on the tater tot casserole. So, you know, I invited the other kids that were around over and Lauren Taylor, Taylor Lauren. I don't fucking know which word goes what. She's got two first names. Anyway. It's Taylor Lauren. Taylor Lauren. Taylor's boyfriend comes over and he's not eating. Yes, my little grandbabies are here. He's not eating. And we're like, dude, it's tater tot casserole. It's so good. Like, why aren't you eating? Turns out the fucker doesn't like tater tot casserole. How un-American. How un-Midwestern. How un-Jesus-like. Anyways, also recently I brought a Sunday dinner to their house and it was fried chicken and there were some deviled eggs. He doesn't like deviled eggs. Like, is he even trying to be a part of the family? Like, I really like the kid, but man, he is knocking some points off real fucking quick here with the food items. So, anyways, um, tomorrow I think we're going to have a really good lasagna recipe. Do you want to say hi? Say hello. Hello. Isn't he cute? He's two and a half. He's getting so big. He's just playing. Yeah, some lasagna. It's a really good recipe that was originally on the Aldi um, no-bake lasagna noodle box. They don't print it there anymore, but if you Google Aldi lasagna or Aldi no-bake lasagna, whatever, I think you can find the recipe. And the sauce in it is kind of like, there's this viral TikTok spaghetti going around and it has both red sauce and white sauce. This recipe has that. So it's a little bit reminiscent of that, just in a different form, but it's so good. Highly recommend it. Another meal we always do is homemade beef and noodles where I make egg noodles. So good. Don't know if we're going to get to that because we've been so busy, but very good. So Taylor, what are some of your favorite meals that are like family meals or local to our area or that you grew up with? Grew up with. Like just, you know, do what? Hamburger helper. Hamburger helper. What a bitch. What a bitch. I don't know. Lasagna's, Evan's lasagna's pretty good. <laughs> it is tasty. It is so tasty. He can make a mean lasagna. Mm-hmm. He just really gets that sauce right. right. what it is. Mmm. Right. Fucking good. The special sauce. So special. So saucy. <laughs> um, I also like Casey's pizza, but only the beef. <laughs> you know, this little turd, a couple months ago... She not only liked the Casey's pizza, but then also left me a souvenir of the Casey's pizza inside my passenger door. Me? Yes. Uh, (laughs) So her boyfriend was supposed to work the night that she was invited to a Halloween party. And I didn't have anything going on. And so I volunteered to be her DD. So that was my first mistake. And I just feel like I should be a responsible mother, Dee Dee, and bring her food before she goes out and participates in some libations. So I pick up Casey's Pizza on my way to her house, and I feed her. And while we're there, there's also snacky things there. But, you know, she doesn't get out of the house a lot. She's either working or momming it up. So since she had a night with, you know, no kids and had a Dee Dee, she decides that she's going to get a little litty. And, you know, everything seemed fine. It really did. And we're literally like three blocks from this bitch's house, stopped at a light. And all of a sudden, here it comes. Everything from the time I had arrived at her house earlier in the evening up till now, 
comes out and she gets the window down and can't get her. Well, she had the door open first, but then the light turned green. We had to go. There's a car behind us. So she shuts the door, has the window down, doesn't quite get it all the way out the window. So it goes down in my fucking door, in my door pocket, like just fucking peppers the shit out of this fucking passenger door. Well, her boyfriend ended up calling in sick to work that night because he wasn't feeling well. So I text him and I'm like, dude, you're going to have to come down here and help me get her in the house. She's pretty rough and they live up a bunch of stairs. And he was kind enough. He brought me out some car cleaner, try to clean it up. And then I have a car wash membership. I wash my car almost every fucking day, but it's not open at 1 a.m., right? So I had to go to a goddamn cheap fucking car wash and pay money to wash the puke off the outside of my car and use every baby wipe and every other thing I had to clean up the puke off the inside of my car just so I could get home and like not have it totally ruin my car. She keeps saying she's going to get me a detail, which would be amazing. But the thing is like two weeks before this happened, I think we may have talked about this in another episode. My coworker, Matt, that is his real name, write that down. He um, somehow (laughs) got a ride home um, from a party we were all at. And I've seen Matt a hundred ways to fucked up before a bunch of times. Never have I ever seen him this level of just completely trashed. So my husband is driving and we are like almost to his house. It's like the same situation. It was weird, right? We're at a stoplight. Literally almost there. Can see his house from where we're at. Out of nowhere, I hear from the back seat. And I go, hey, dude, you okay? And I hear, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I'm like, roll down the window, roll down the window. I didn't know the child lock was on, on the window. And he couldn't get it down in time. And so there's puke on the inside of my car. And then the window goes down. There's puke on the outside of my car. So same thing, right? It's like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., can't go to the car wash I already paid to have a membership at, so have to go find some other fucking car wash to handle it the best I could. So anyways, long story short, I am giving intoxicated passengers no more rides in my car. I, I said I will put boxes in my car that are empty just so I can say, hey, sorry, I don't have room because we're not doing that anymore. So whenever you feel like making good on that car detail, I'm still waiting for you. Anyway. Okay. She, maybe I'll return the paper sometime because she bought a, a new car a while back. So maybe one of these nights when I have a night off, I'll get a little Liddy and have her take me for a ride and I can return the favor. I feel like it's only fair. So while we're speaking of car stories, um, Raylan, why don't you tell us the story of the day it was your sister's high school graduation and you, <laughs> you arrived at the house and had a little accident. So I arrived at the house and parked in the driveway and then you asked me if I could pull up a little further toward the garage door so that way other people could get in. So I went out to the car barefoot and needed to pull my car up just a little bit and needless to say I drove my car through the garage door into the garage. Yeah. And then I blamed it on the fact that there was an empty Dr. Pepper bottle underneath the brake. So Correction. What? You didn't blame it on that. That's what I discovered the problem with. You told me that you didn't know what happened, that your brake wasn't working. <laughs> I hear this. Yeah, I hear this fucking noise, and I'm like, what the fuck? 
go out there and I'm like, oh no. And I was like, dude, really? And she's like, it's not my fault. I can't help it. I don't know what happened. My brake's not working. And I was like, all right. So she put it in park and I'm like, get out of the car. And I get in the car and I'm like, okay. And then I go to try to press on the brake and I cannot press this brake pedal down very far. And I'm like, what in the world? So I get out and I look and there's a fucking Dr. Pepper bottle that had rolled under the brake pedal. So that's why she couldn't stop because her brake, she couldn't push it down. Has she learned this lesson? Do you keep a cleaner car now? No. Okay. No, but I just don't, I don't drive barefoot. I mean, right, which you shouldn't. Which my youngest daughter, who's not here, did tell us one time that she did not want her to take her to school anymore because <laughs> they went on two wheels when rounding a corner. So, you know. And also, it was funny because when she decided that she, she was a big girl and she had a big girl britches on, she was like, hey, I think I'm going to get my own car insurance. And I was like, mm, well, if you want, you can just pay me for your portion because I think it's probably going to be cheaper for you that way. She's like, no, I think I'm just going to get my own policy. And I'm like, all right. So she does. Next day gets a speeding ticket. And I'm like, damn, I'm so glad she got her own policy. In another state. <laughs> In another state because she went through a little whole phase of her life where she decided to take a tour across the Americas on search for some dick and she found some real dickheads for sure I don't think it's quite the kind she was looking for but she settled down a little bit since then (laughs) so Taylor so what are some of your driving fiascos that you've had over the years in your 21 years of life. Uh, well, I just got my first ticket last year for speeding. Yeah, yeah. How fast were you going? Oh, uh, I don't know, like 89 uh-huh. and 75. Yeah, not good. On the interstate. And why were you going so fast? Because I was high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that answer, folks. Sure wasn't. I thought you were going to say, oh, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, I was running late. But apparently homegirl was being dumb. Yep, just going to Manhattan. Great, great. Uh-huh. Okay. So what happened recently? Did you get pulled over recently? Uh-huh. What like happened? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I had an expired temporary tag. Uh-huh. And I kept telling myself I need to renew that. And then I had no money. Okay. And the day came that it expired. And I asked a police officer in person how long I can drive on an expired temporary tag. And he told me 30 days in the state of Kansas... And nobody should bother me about it. Well, then a week later, I got pulled over for speeding. Uh-huh. And I got let off with a warning for speeding, but a citation for an expired temporary tag, which I fixed the very next day. Right. So, how fast were you going when you got pulled over for the speeding? I was going 65 and a 60, but because he saw me actively accelerating, he thought that I was going to start speeding when he passed me. Yes. He told me that. Yes. And he's also very young and also our neighbor. He said, yes, brand new cop, looked at the address on my license and said, I'm your neighbor. (laughs) Oh, well, I haven't lived there for three years, but I don't want to tell you that because my license still has that address on it. So nice to meet you. You'll never see this car there. (laughs) He probably wonders why the fuck he doesn't see my car there. I mean, your brother has like five cars in the driveway, so it's fine. That's like two weeks after my first car. I was going on a little date. 
with somebody and I got pulled over for going 79 and a 65. Well, that's over 10 over, so I'm not shocked. Hi, baby. You're cheeky. You're stinky. He was a Who? Who? Mike. Oh, oh, we saw him today. Gross. We did actually. It's so funny. So you know, there's that song. All my exes live in Texas. None of my exes. Her exes don't live in Texas. She does. She decided if those assholes aren't gonna move there, I will. <laughs> and then when they think of that song, they'll think of her. They yes. will. They will. She recently actually reached out to an ex. Tell us about this experience. Oh yes. So I hadn't talked to this said ex in probably girl <laughs> for six years. And on Facebook randomly the other day, even though we're not Facebook friends, I saw that his dog had died. And I knew when we were together that this dog was his beloved little thing. So, you know, I should have just scrolled on and went on with my life. But I decided, you know what, I'm going to message him and tell him that I am sorry that his dog had passed. And the message that I got was... Was leave me alone, you cunt. <laughs> You've only known the dog for like six months. And him and I were together for like on and off two years. So, guess we will never send condolences when ex's dogs have died. To be fair, he probably just didn't want to talk to her because the relationship ended very poorly. <laughs> she said that, so he lived in another town like two and a half hours away. And he said that he was going to come see her for a weekend. And this is when they were already kind of on the outs. And she's like, no, don't come because I won't be there. Going to the lake with my friends. And he's like, well, I'm coming. And she's like, no, don't do that. And once I'm at the lake, I will not have phone service. You will not be able to get a hold of me. My parents are going to be gone. Like, just don't come. Well, this fucking asshole didn't listen. So he shows up at my house. And just like she told him... She's not answering her phone. It's going straight to voicemail because she has no service and nobody is at the house. So even though she has no service and can't get these messages, which I'm glad in hindsight that she couldn't at the time, she would have freaked out. He starts sending her messages about how, so he was on a lot of meds for PTSD and psych, like he was military, and he was going to take all of his pills and end his life in his vehicle in my driveway, in my driveway. And at the time, um... Myself and my roommate were both on the local fire department and (laughs) first responders in the county, and the dispatch system used text messages. So I'm at my other job, and it's an hour and a half away, and so, I mean, there ain't shit I can do, and I'm not really paying attention to my phone because I'm busy at work, right? But my roommate, however, he was over at his parents' house that lived not very far away, and um, he got the text message because... um, this kid had, like, said something to his parents about, like, I'm not living anymore. I'm taking these pills. Or whatever he said, it scared them. So they called 911 to, like, come to our home for a welfare check. So the text message that went out about this was, basically, there's a welfare check at my address for a subject who was feeling suicidal. And it had the reporting party. But it said for reporting party, it was her name. And I was like, what in the fuck? So my roommate gets this. He's at his parents. His dad's also in the fire department. His dad gets this. And they're like, what the fuck? And so they come to the house. He's not actually in our driveway at the time. He's down under a bridge that's like adjacent to the yard. 
and he's in the truck and he hasn't done anything, but he's just, he wasn't expecting everyone to show up like cops and the ambulance and first responders, firefighters, all the people. So he's embarrassed and he's just being a fucking punk ass jerk. Doesn't want to talk to anybody. Doesn't want to go anywhere because of his, you know, text messages that he was talking about or thinking about self-harm. They're like, you have to go somewhere, dude. So, um, he ended up going to the VA, they let him go that night and he said he was going to walk home or whatever, but he basically was on the streets of a not great town by us for like two days until a family member could come up and pick him up because they left his truck on our property and he was told that he wasn't allowed to come back to our property. So that was, that was kind of awkward and that's, that's how that ended. So, you know, I... I think he probably is just being a jerk now because he's embarrassed. But, I mean, hopefully, bless his little heart, he can go get some help and get some therapy and see that he's the problem and be better for the next bitch in his life. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you've both had some doozies of some exes, I tell you. Who would you say <laughs> is your worst ex, though? Like, on a scale of, like... Your current marriage to, I don't know, like, the worst one. Like, who do you think is the worst one? Probably the one that we were just talking about. Probably Austin. But what about Mike? <sighs> yeah, but him and I. What about he... Cody? <laughs> Cody. Cody. I wouldn't even call that a relationship. That was more just a little two-week fling. That's just a little pokey poke. Yeah, that one's just, you know, I wouldn't call that. But, I don't know, Austin and I, we went round and round from just that in the driveway to all kinds of other things. I don't know. Mike and I, he was just... You gave him two chances, though. I did. I gave and him he two was chances. very much a mama's boy. And I'm actually pretty sure from when we saw his truck today that he still lives at his mommy and daddy's house. Yeah, because we were out kind of by there. he would now be 34, so... Yeah, but also, let's talk about the fact that when you were dating him, you did not tell me how old he was. So, how old were you when you guys first started dating? I think I would have been 19, and so then that would have made... Well, hold on. So, maybe he's... You were not old enough to drink. I do know that. Yeah, I was 19. I know that, but I'm trying to think of how old... He would have been because now that I'm thinking maybe he was. I think he had turned. 32. That's okay. right. Because he had just turned 32 because you decided to take us out for his birthday. I did. Being the nice bitch I am. And you thought that he was like 20 something. I don't remember I what knew, I told him. I mean, he looked old as fuck, but whatever. And I decided to be nice and buy him a sake bomb for his birthday because we were out getting hibachi. So he is sitting to my right and the waiter cards him <laughs> and he pulls out his ID and I take a little looksy look at his date of birth and uh-huh. about lost my shit at the table and I then ordered myself a sake bomb because <laughs> I couldn't have therapy in the moment and needed something. So yeah. And then when I confront her about it, I'm like, Bruh, that is not what you told me. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, it's not. I thought I did. Oh, my bad. Silly me. Just kidding. Are you mad? <laughs> kids are great. Have kids, they said. And then we were, you know, together on and off for three years. And it was, you know. And that ended well, too. They had acquired some dogs oh, during yes. the time they were together. 
And it really was her dog. It really wasn't his dog. Um, but, yes, he, we kind of had to go back and smuggle the dogs away from him. Oh, yes. And did it while he was at work. And we just didn't want the confrontation. Like, it just wasn't going to be good. They really were rightfully her animals. Um, I, when the kids' dad died, you know, they couldn't go back to school because of COVID. And so they're just at home with nothing but their fucking feelings, right? And they're just sad. And I felt so bad. And I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know how to help them. And I just wanted to make everything better. So when one of my sons saw an ad for free dogs... He's like, yeah, my friend's getting one. I really want to get one. And then, of course, once one kid wants a dog, they all want a fucking dog. And I should have said, we're getting one dog. But, like, I just wanted to give them whatever they could, whatever I could. Because, you know, I can't bring their dad back. So, like, whatever the fuck I can do to bring a smile to your face, like, let's fucking do it. Even if it's ridiculous. So, we all drive out to this fucking farm. And what did you just say? She invest for $2 million. Shut up. She's so, she's so sassy. So, we all drive out to this farm. Like an hour from our house where they have these blue healer something pups. I don't fucking know. And they're so cute. They just chase you around. They're wagging their little goddamn tails. And so um, the two assholes that are here with me tonight, they each got a dog. And then my two boys each got a dog. And then the youngest, we decided we, we talked her into sharing a dog with the oldest. And they're just going to like split custody, whatever. So, you know, she, she was living with Mike. And so the, the youngest didn't think that was fair because it wasn't going to live at our house. And then the second to the youngest, Taylor over here, she had a lot on her plate and the dog was just a bit much. So then Raylan took that dog as well. So she had the two dogs. So they were dad's death dogs that I took them out there to acquire. Mike had nothing to fucking do with it. And he didn't even want those dogs. He did not it. want the dogs. Um... And didn't you have to pay, like, a pet deposit and pay extra rent because you had animals? Uh-huh, every month we had to pay And extra. you were basically the one paying that every fucking month, including mm-hmm. helping him with his truck payment so it wouldn't get repoed. Yeah. And his insurance when you found out he hadn't been paying it. So he can kiss my fucking white ass. But smuggled the dogs away. Um, but I don't know where I'm going with this. What, what was my point? Why did I bring this up? He's a piece of shit, and you kidnapped the dogs. Yep. I don't even the remember how the dogs. Yes. So he's, yeah, terrible ex. Horrible horrible ex basically so taylor let's talk about some of your some of your lovers that you've had in the past okay so let's talk about let's go backwards on this one so you have a wonderful son he's two and a half obviously you didn't get pregnant by immaculate conception i did i am a hermaphrodite (laughs) well that's probably true but it's weird at the same time but I'm pretty sure you got pregnant by letting someone stick their little dicky do in you and getting it wet. So I did. Yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's talk about him. How's he doing in life? Well, I don't know because he lies to me all the time. Uh huh. But I just heard that the girl who he was in love with the day we got married. Uh huh. That he left you for. Yes. That they're no longer together, and they just had a baby in December. Yes. So now not only can he not afford to support his first child that he chose to, this was planned, chose to help procreate um, and has every excuse in the book for why he can't be a dad or help support this kid. Now he has two of them. Correct. Yeah. Things are going great for him. Yeah. So we'll pray for him too. We will. Yeah. Sounds great. What about some of your other exes? Who is your worst ex? Oh... 
careful, baby. Probably Casey. Yeah. Okay. Casey takes the cake. So when Hunter um, Taylor <laughs> was dating Casey, she, well, when this started, she was a freshman in high school and he was a senior. And she was so excited that a senior, like, was giving her attention and affection and was interested. And, you know, for me, like, red flag. And I said, dude, nope, 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 nope. Don't do it. Like, you're just another notch on his belt. Like, it's just a quest to see if you're dumb enough to fall for it. Like, he just wants to sleep with you and then tell everybody that, like, it worked. Like, he's a wrestler. He's an athlete. Like, I was like, don't, don't do it. But, I mean, just like the rest of them, why would we listen to our parent, right? Like, why? Like, our mom knows absolutely nothing. She's a dumb bitch. Like, we're going to go find out for our fucking selves, even though we've learned 15 times before that maybe she fucking knows what she's talking about, right? Right. So, she enters into this relationship with this motherfucker. Laziest. Well, I don't know. Johnny's pretty lazy. Laziest dude ever. Like, this fucking dude. So, they continue their relationship. The next year. So she's not a sophomore. He has graduated. And he is going to a community college a couple hours away and coming home on the weekends. So there were times when I would come home with groceries and this dude is asleep on my couch because he had my garage code. And I'd be like, Casey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm just waiting for her. I'll be like, okay, cool. I have a car full of groceries. Please come help me carry them. Oh, right, right. Bet. I'd be there in a minute. And then he would get up go to the bathroom, not flush the toilet, and then go lay in her bed and go to sleep. Like, I'd come in with, like, arms full of groceries. I'm like, where's this motherfucker at? He's fucking asleep in her bed. Like, are you fucking kidding me? He also, when they split, he had my Apple TV, and there was something else. I don't remember what. And, like... Xbox? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But anyways, the Apple TV, I was like, where the fuck is this Apple TV? I didn't realize he had ever borrowed it. She forgot about it or something or just didn't tell me. I don't fucking know. Anyways, randomly, like, two years later, it shows up in my mailbox. Like, he just, like, dropped it off. So that was kind of funny. Um, But what wasn't funny is when she did not put some respect on my name. And I told them that they needed to have the door open and leave the lights on if they were going to be upstairs watching a movie. I'm downstairs, right? And I'm just busy. I'm just doing some shit in the house. And then I'm like, okay, well, it went from light to dark outside. And it is very quiet in this house. Like, why are they not getting food in the kitchen? And why are they not walking around up there? And what what are they doing? So I decided to go upstairs and investigate. That was mistake number one. So I sneak upstairs, creeping up. Every light in the fucking house is off. And I'm like, I don't like this. So I go down the stairs, or not the stairs, down the hall, and I hear noises. I think we all know what noises I'm talking about coming from inside her door. And I open the door, and all I see is black ass in the air going to pound town on my baby girl. And I am pissed. I'm like, guys, really? And they just, like, stop, like, deer in fucking headlights and look at me. And I slam the door shut, and I run down the stairs. I'm like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. About 20 minutes later, they come down there, and they're like, ah, and they open my door, and they're like, we're sorry, are you mad? Oh, so pissed, because it's like, dude, like, I know they're going to do what they're going to do, but why are you going to do it in my goddamn house with me there? Like, just do, like, come the fuck on, right? Not cool. Not go cool. down the street to the creek. Like, literally, like, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're both dumb. And then their youngest sister. Talk about me 
running downstairs and knocking on your door and then your roommate coming from under a blanket and you told me he's just finishing breakfast. That is true, but this is what the, she gets because she did. And this was the same dude, Casey. It was like a Sunday morning and I was trying to like sleep in. And then I also wanted a little like me time. And so I invited my roommate down to have a little, little, I don't know, rendezvous, whatever. And she comes down there to ask me a question, does not knock, does not knock, just pushes the door open and it startles him. And he, his little head pops up from under the covers and and she goes, mom. And I go, get out. You're ruining his breakfast. But was I wrong? I was not wrong. It was not. Yeah. But then the, I mean, we're all whores apparently because. My oldest son told me one time that I don't have to worry about him knocking up a bitch because he has plan B in his glove compartment. My youngest son my youngest son um, was at a frat party once and a drunk chick was all over him and he like was afraid of her because he didn't first of all he just isn't real girl crazy anyways and then apparently he fingered her and then got scared because can she really consent if she's drinking and so he had his friend's mom pick him up from the frat party told his friends he was sick because he didn't want to call me because he was afraid I'd just be mad I want to be mad but I was just like oh my gosh he got sold out by his brother's friend because Todd was like yeah he's the only good kid you got I'm like what are you talking about and then he told me the story and I was like oh interesting and then the youngest had a little um, phase where she was sneaking up the hill to see the neighbor boy so bought her a plan b she was like we use a condom and i'm like dude you have more hormones than you do brain cells i do not trust you to use it correctly so we are just gonna do this to be sure so anyways well this has been fun but as you can hear we got little ones we need to start getting ready for bed and then i have to go pick up the youngest from work, but I'm glad we got to do this little special episode with them here. And, you know, until next Thursday, keep it real.